tomorrow, we've got an interesting event with Apple on deck. Let's talk about it, what to expect as the shares are outperforming today down about 1.8%. Joining us, Smartin Yang is going to tell us what to look for tomorrow. Uh, Martin, welcome to the show. Uh, good to have you here. And let's talk a little Apple. As uh, I'm confused about what to expect tomorrow. I, I thought we already knew the Apple phone suite. Are there any surprises here up their sleeve? Uh, I think the, the product to be expected tomorrow has been widely reported. So uh, our part, we expect the upgraded iPhone SE, uh, which is widely uh, expected to be called iPhone SE 3 and then a new iPad Air, new Mac Mini, MacBook Air, and then uh, we might have a exciting high-performance news display uh, to be announced tomorrow as well. Huh? Who's the client for that? Uh, who are they? Uh, who's the new market they're trying to get here that they don't already have? All right. So I think they are expanding um, two directions: both the ultra-high-end um, users are looking for absolute raw performance and that they're attacking those users with the latest generation of chips as well as display technologies that are not very commonly found and also uh, the other end of the structure is the low-end users right now apple doesn't really have a cheaper 5g offerings similar to iphone or similar to samsung or other product uh, other oems so we expect the iphone sc3 to become to go to lower cost 5G option if you want to get into the iOS ecosystem. So for Apple at this point, um, are they worried about any of these uh, geopolitical headlines? Uh, are they worried about even the other headlines that uh, were present before this Ukrainian conflict uh, that were around the Fed and the post COVID world of higher rates? Because Apple just looks like a rock per usual. Is it gonna stay that way? Can it weather this uh, multifaceted storm right now that is enveloping more and more sectors, more and more stocks or assets that were supposed to be safety trades. Will Apple buckle too? Um, so we are fundamental analysts. I don't really have a very informed view on macroeconomic issues, but I sure. can say that you know, it's market exposure to Russia and uh, East Europe in general is fairly low. Uh, in terms of the consumer devices. And also, uh, I think uh, the supply chain risk exposure to Russia as well as Ukraine also remains fairly low. Um, so other than that, I, I think uh, Apple may, may hold well because the bulk of the market growth is still come from developed markets in North America, Europe, mm. as well as uh, strong emergent Asia. What kind of growth should we expect uh, for Apple this year? Uh, are they going to be able to uh, keep up uh, the COVID boom, though, where everybody did uh, refresh their device since um, that's all we had to do? Yes, we still expect iPhone in general to grow on top of a very strong year in 2021. Uh, the very super iPhone replacement cycle uh, started in 2020 uh, with iPhone 12 hasn't stopped yet. We still have a very substantial install base who are still on iPhone 8, iPhone 9, and iPhone 10 that are looking for upgrade. And iPhone 13, as well as this year's upcoming iPhone, will present them very attractive and substantial performance improvements that give them that extra bump in user experience. So well, we think Apple will continue to grow. Uh, for iPhone unit-wise, we're expecting uh, uh, high single digit, close to low double digit growth on a year over year. Okay, so trying to uh, get the entirety of the market from the lower end uh, that they will offer, and then also appealing to the super high end. Appreciate it, Martin. Right. Thank you very much. Martin Yang, joining us, Thank Rappenheimer you. Co. is Sarah Cedar, analysts of emerging technologies and services.
with a long-term take on Apple, buy rating of $190, and still a market to win over outside the U.S. in the developing and emerging world.